Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, Coyote Thunderhawk gives an introduction to the third quadrant, Relate. Hawk speaks about the importance of our relationships, may that be with our families, workplace, but most of all, our relationship with ourselves. If you haven't already, remember to print out your free personal medicine will at Earth and Spirit Medicine and join along with us each week. Thanks again for listening and enjoy. Okay, so yeah, getting into this uh, third quadrant, um, you know, I was kind of thinking that and that is relate. And when I was thinking about relationships, you know, it was cooperation, honor, respect, and trust. And I was thinking that sitting on my couch and thinking, okay, relate. I started thinking about it, and that's when spirit came in, came into me and said, hey, yeah, you know, think about relationships. Think about you and how, how do you cooperate with yourself? How do I honor and respect and, and trust? Trust was a big one for me, uh, trusting myself. And, you know, how over the, I was thinking over the years about where I was even before meeting you, <laughs> you know, and, not, and thinking, wow, I, I really didn't. And I still find myself sometimes, especially cooperating with myself in situations. May that be if someone says something to me or something, do I take it personal? Am I kind of that, I've said it before, this tug of war game sometimes. And I I don't want to get ahead of, of the spokes here of the cooperation, honor and respect and trust, but my relationship and how I immediately was going all on the outside was thinking about, okay, family relationship, the workplace relationship, and I almost was avoiding myself. <laughs> and the most sacred, as you have said, it's an inward job. This is an inner job, this whole medicine will, this whole purpose to earth that's and spirit medicine. Chuckle, yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's what it's all about. So it was, it was really good that spirit was letting me, reminding myself, you know, of, hey, it's you. How well are you doing all these things? How are you relating everything in, in, inward with yourself and growing? And so, yeah, kind of for, for me, that was my experience thinking about my relationships. And, and the, the only one that I want to concentrate right now in my life, and I, it's a starting point, is myself. So um, I'll let you kind of take it from there. All right. Well... Yeah, it, it's too easy to, to go outside of ourselves. It, it's very habitual, and, you know, it, it's not really saying anything negative about anyone or about you. It's just that as human beings, we very much allow ourselves to be programmed and habitualized to uh, things that take us away from the ability to be present-minded, and not just present-minded, but to really know who we are, to relate with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I? You know, and where do I fit in this big picture? And, and how can you come to know that 
and unless you've started with the first quadrant, restore. How can you come to know how to relate if you don't know much about, you know, that you have capacities to continually restore your energy fields and capacities to continually increase your life in the greatest of ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. In other words, to come to the the position, the higher frequency of living so that other things can take place. So then we add in the, the second quadrant of of result and what, what are we resulting ourselves to well just you know the things that we desire the most and really for most people you know that I have spoken with and asked in the different positions I've been in in speaking engagements mostly and uh, group circles if you will it has been that they want to feel safe they just want to feel safe okay and and that's that's a, a big deal because it's not like we talk that way very often we don't go around saying i just want to feel safe you know it's not something we hear a lot of but when it comes down to it you know it's that we don't want to feel that uncertainty we don't want to feel and so what i've said before is well you got to kind of get to what you do want by what you don't want so when it's the idea of being safe and we put that in the equation then we think that we want to uh, feel certain we we think that we uh, are going to be certain in our lives. We think about certainty in a way that eliminates uh, self-doubt. And so we begin the thinking process in that equation of result, result being, you know, uh, feeling safe, feeling certain. And so I'm going to replace that to that level of certainty, okay? Mm. And so when we're able to do that and, and equate ourselves to something, and then we see that we can continually do that over and over and over and over, then we're habitualizing, habitualizing ourselves to a new manner of what I would say is along the lines of self-autonomy and self-mastery. We're governing ourselves. We're not allowing exterior to govern who we are and, and living a result that is not a, a good one and feeling as if we want to blame everyone for that. That begins to go away. It comes to the uh, parts of self-mastery and into the divine mind on the statements of being where we begin to actualize uh, a level of accountability by knowing that we're so much more that why would we go around giving out our power, blaming others as if they had a say in our lives in the first place? And so then when we get to where we're like, okay, who am I? You know, well, this is the third quadrant, relate. You know, I, 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 what I found in my 20s, I was moving uh, quite a bit. And, and so everywhere I went, didn't matter whether it was, you know, Santa Cruz, California, or down into Phoenix, Arizona, or wherever I went, I, I found myself in the same situations. And they weren't so promising or so great. I, I had good work, you know, but I, I wasn't really bringing forth anything. It didn't matter where I went. There I was. Okay, and who was I? Why was I getting the same crap no matter what? And, you know, it didn't matter what state. It did. So as far as relating to environment, wow, okay, that was down the road a little bit more. I had to get to understand who I was. Because when we keep getting the same things in our life and we're wondering why, it's because we're not understanding how to relate to what we call self. So we have to look at self as a system. And when we look at self as a system, we begin to break it down. And we see that we have other systems within the system. So the system of self, if we're looking at it biologically, we're thinking about, okay, I've got my skeletal system. I've got my circulatory system. You know, I've got my nervous system. You know, I've got my digestive system. I've got my system, 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 system. 
Okay, so we want to make sure that, that we're relating to this now and understanding, wow, this is quite a design. Okay, this is, a, this is quite a design that I have here. This is quite a feature. This thing called Winfield, this thing called Alan, this thing called a human. Okay, what a, what, you know, when you think about that baby being born and, and, and we just kind of, almost in most cases, unless something has come, you know, upon in a negative way, we look at that as this perfection. It's just that perfect moment in that birthing moment. You can look at any video of a baby and when they show that the eyes are looking what seems to be right in your soul, that's, that's very uplifting. That's very uh, questioning as to, wow, there's more to this. But we're not looking in the eyes of a baby every day either. Okay, So we have to begin to look with and through our own eyes. We have to look inside and realize that we are so much. And when we see that all these systems are separate, but they have to work together, okay, then later we can get to how we work together as other human beings. But first, we've got to get our shisha together within ourself. Okay, so we've talked about, like I said, the first quadrant, the second quadrant, all those spokes, we're into the, the third quadrant, and we'll be speaking in the uh, spokes of 9, 10, 11, and 12, and that's about cooperation, honor, respect, and trust, because when you put cooperation, honor, respect, and trust into the relationship, then you have a healthy relationship, so perfect what you introed with today, perfect, because yeah, how well do I cooperate with myself? So when I break it down and I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking internally here and let's just look at those systems. How well am I cooperating with my digestive system? Because the first place of entry, okay, what am I putting in my mouth? What am I putting in my mouth? Okay, and, and what happens at that point? What? I'm going to say it second person in that way. What are you putting in your mouth? What are you really putting in there? Think about it every day. You know, maybe maybe you're eating pure foods. I don't know. Maybe you're drinking pure liquids. I don't know. Okay? Uh, but if you're not, and even if you are, start to consider, because this is going to get a lot deeper than just uh, nutrition and good intake, you know? So, right. so that input, what are we putting in there? What are we putting in our mouth? It goes in. The first thing that happens, you know, is, is salivation. You know, something starts to happen when we put food in there. Things start to, it, it just, it's part of that system. It just starts to work. But you have to get something in there first, in a way, okay, to get things activated. And so then it begins to go in and it goes down through, and you're already creating digestive enzymes in that salivation that's coming in, in your mouth. And we've got these chompers, you know, we call them teeth. You know, and so we have the ability to break down. Okay, why? Because it's easier to assimilate truth when it's broken down into simple truth. Okay, our body is amazing. I'll get into this full concept of assimilating truth later. Okay, because I've just been learning more and more about that uh, it, within the last recent months. And, and what is this system of Winfield and how am I working with it because I don't want to experience physical pain anymore. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of over it. You know, I've, I've talked about some of the surgeries and things that I've had, etc. And I don't even care anymore, okay? I'm right here right now. And what's up with me now? What am I doing now? What am I engaged actively within towards this relating to Winfield on a new level that allows me to not just reduce 
pain that I'm feeling, sensations that I'm feeling, but really alter what has been going on and putting all of my independent systems back into the corresponding factors uh, where, where they cooperate effectively together. Mm. Everything has to cooperate together, okay? Because when I've got muscles pulling over here because of so much scar tissue over here from, you know, how many times they cut me open over there, whatever, and it's pulling all this tension, and then over it works down here, and, and you know, it's like the neck bone's connected to the ankle <laughs> bone, you know, it's all connected, man, okay? So this all connected runs from the very micro, as I've said before, to the very macro. And so here I'm working on these systems. How can I... How can I? How can I work with my systems? What is it? What am I putting in my mouth? So from the moment that I put something in my mouth, it goes through a process. It goes through a lot of process, you know. Uh, and all of a sudden things are in the bloodstream somehow. And all of a sudden brain activity is happening, you know, somehow. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Mm. Well, because... Well, why do we have 26 feet, whatever that is, of intestinal tract within us? You know, why, why, why is there so much of that? You know, uh, and, and, you know, we want all that waste out of us. But I, I said I'm learning about this assimilation of truth. So put in something in your mouth. The body is going to do its best to work with what it's given. And it wants to assimilate and, and it can only assimilate that which is good, that which is pure, okay? Now, when the body begins to have uh, things that are not pure going within and it starts to congest, it starts to constipate, then it gets a little bit confusing for it to grasp what it is assimilating, okay? But its basic design is to assimilate the purity, the essentials, the perfection, why? Because it needs it. Our body needs it. We got to put something in there. And here's what's cool is the earth grows all the stuff that we need. You know, so Mother Earth has already given us the design in which we follow suit with in order to. So we live a little differently, though. We're not walking out through, you know, um, two miles over to our neighbors and, and picking some dates and figs <laughs> off the trees as we're going and having a pure uh, motion of life in that way. It's different. Right. Okay. We can put what was eaten back then in a full day on a plate in the morning and call it breakfast. We can do it again at lunch and dinner. So what are we putting in? What's our bodies doing? So this is where I'm at personally as to, you know, it's not like I'm saying Winfield change everything and only take, because God, there's a lot of things that I've done. What I've noticed is I am simplifying. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I'm, I'm just, I'm back to some real basics, you know? So I'm I, okay. I want some oatmeal. All right. I have some oatmeal. Okay. And I put some, <laughs> some berries in that oatmeal, you know, and I'll put a little dab of brown sugar. Cause I like that too, you know? And then, uh, you know, gosh, I just want some, some grapefruit. Well, cut that sucker open and eat it then. You know, wow. Mm, 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 juice running down my face. I'm a mess. Okay. But it tastes so good. Okay. And so I'm not thinking in this mill format as to me, okay, but I'm in a position in my home in which I think of the mill format with my wife for the, for the, the, the kids, etc. But it's something where I eat a lot less than, than they do. And yet I have been through my life in a lot of pain and things like that. So I don't know that eating less or more or anything, I don't know what it is that has anything to do with what. But what I'm trying to relate to is now I'm relating more to my physical. 
I'm relating more to my mental. I'm relating more to my emotional and my spiritual, okay? I'm relating more to my thoughts and my words and my feelings and my actions. And so when I'm simplifying and all I want is truth, okay? That's all I want. I just want the simple truth. I don't want a bunch of hoopla. I don't need somebody telling me, you know, uh, all the exterior information when all I want is the truth. So in, in uh, my time periods of life of ingesting scripture, in religious format of, you know, Bible, etc. And uh, just trying to find all that was written in all these places and all these times about truth and coming to little one-liners. Little one-liners that were the, the uh, things that I would remember. It wasn't about the 800 pages. The one-liners probably wouldn't even fill up a full page. But those are the things that are of truth. So to me, that's a lot of waste. Okay, why are we filling up pages and pages and pages of this when we just want the simple truths? Okay, mm-hmm. why are we spending so much time, you know, in our, in our uh, scholastic, our academics, when all we want is to be able to operate under truth? And so where are we allowing ourselves to fit into this perspective of life, you know, in a place of how we live authentically, if we're going to be something that's an influence to someone else later in life, as we learn more about ourselves, then we can begin to understand, wow, what kind of ripples am I putting out here on a moment-to-moment basis every day? And, and how is that infiltrating or influencing this uh, sea of other human beings? And so we begin to see how we relate to uh, other people. We begin to see how we relate to, you know, um, circles of people and groups. We begin to see how we relate to the overall, what are we experiencing in life as a human species on this planet? And then after we get to that point of where we're relating on a big scale from a small scale to where we're at on this planet and, and us as a human species, we can get into this last quadrant of resources. And we'll start at the very beginning again of self. What are my resources for self? And we're going to buzz through and we're going to see, well, wow, where it's water, shelter, fire, and food. What does that mean? What is our, our, our with water in a wilderness survival situation is that life-giving substance. What is it that we're seeking that is our life-giving substance that we can metaphorically utilize as water also? So we're going to speak in those metaphoric ways of resources as to what we get in life because we're not necessarily... Uh, out in the wilderness having to boil our water for five minutes in every case. A lot of people on this planet just get to turn on a tap of water and and drink the water. Mm -hmm. And so we're not taken to a place of how much appreciation that we want to really have for it. We can't give as much gratitude because we're kind of taken from that that, uh, elementary source of gathering from the earth. And so it's the same with our food. So when we start to see our resources, what we're experiencing on our planet, how can we, as a conglomerate, as a, as a human system, because we're learning self-system, then we're learning family system, and then we're in, in our relationships, in the quad, this third quadrant, relate through cooperation on respect and trust. How do I relate to myself? How do I relate to this earth? Hmm. Okay, uh, how, what are the, the uh, elements? So when I began to learn and study the plants, uh, I, I found that they would speak to me. I found that I could have communication with these plants. I could have communication with spirit that would tell me which plants to use in certain situations. 
So uh, when I was in the Uintas several years ago, for example, you know, uh, at that point, I, I had uh, purposefully habitualized myself to this relating myself to my uh, environment, the earth, in that way of what is provided and also the environment of spirit and what is provided, earth and spirit. So that's why I call the business earth and spirit medicine. Yeah. And so in that way of, hey, God, look, there's a little girl here. Uh, we're up here in the Uenas, and we don't really have a lot of uh, help for her. So what what can I do? And Spirit says, uh, go get some plantain and some yarrow and some dandelion and, and make mm -hmm. her a tea, and she'll be just fine. So I went and did that. I didn't even question it. I just went about, and I gathered it up, made a tea, took it in. 20 minutes later, she was fine. Never had another symptom of Giardia. And, and this wow. diarrhea and sickness and, and coiled over in the, in the fetal position because her poor stomach hurt so bad. Mm. You know, 20 minutes later of drinking a tea she did not want to drink because wow. it tasted like crap to her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember she was only like five. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but, but to that place of where she even had a place of gratitude to say thank you mm. for helping her. She was thankful when she felt better to go, wow, it was because of that. Thank you. So that was a relating to for her as well. Okay. Wow. So when we can learn to equate ourselves to, uh, our, our, ourself, our surroundings, and then we've got other people. So every day I'm in relationship. Every day I'm in relationship. Whether I'm driving my kids to school, I'm in relationship with other drivers. Whether I'm here at the home with my wife and kids, I'm in relationship with them. I'm in relationship with the environment when, you know, I've got a certain, um, type of climatized environment in my home and then there's the real environment outside and it's not just earth when i go outside okay there's neighbors that live in other houses and their energies and their places and all these things and so we're all rippling it's like throwing a bunch of stones in the water from all these different directions never stopping and nobody's really taking a look to see uh, where their ripples got to and if they are they're seeing that they got interrupted by whoa 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 hold on that didn't go quit throwing rocks i want to see what my ripple does okay and if we were that engaged and trying to really understand what it is we're putting out there on this conglomerate level i think that we would begin to to question the way that we're relating to ourselves and and get busy about wanting to so if you want to have a better relationship with anyone else on this planet i want a better relationship with my kids i want a better relationship with my parents i want a better relationship with my spouse you know um and in most cases it's that because that's about as far as we got in learning how to relate to anything was that we're relating to these other people but the reason we can't relate very effectively is because we don't even know how to relate with ourselves <laughs> And so we have to be able to start going in there. And when we start talking about these spokes, they're pretty specific. How much can you really talk about about cooperation? Well, I don't know. Those aren't really common conversations. How much can we talk about about, about uh, honor? You know, I, I honor you. Uh, <laughs> um, I do this in honor. I, I, okay, so uh, about uh, respect. Uh, I have a lot of respect for that. I, and I have a lot of respect for you. Okay. Uh, trust. Uh, uh, trust, huh? Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of said it earlier, you know, yeah. the beginning of this podcast. So when we look at it that way and we're thinking, okay, wow, if I need cooperation, honor, respect, and trust, and if I have to focus on myself first and come to learning how to cooperate and honor, respect, and trust myself, can you see how you got a little work to do, people? 
Okay, it's okay though. Let's do this. Let's get busy with this quadrant. Let's shift the very way that we see relationships and how effective that we can gather healthy relationships in our lives that we so much want and desire. We're meant to, to mingle with each other and in our minglings to be that uplifted and edified in those things because we are operating from higher frequencies on individual levels that all we're offering in those ripples is the best and highest. And then you think about that. Mm. And that's where I'm going to end right on that thought. All right, there we have the introduction to the third quadrant to the personal medicine will result. I personally love the reminder that my most sacred relationship is within myself. And when I love who I am, every little cell within me, then and only then can I begin to cooperate, honor, respect, and trust myself completely. I would also like to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you would like to get yourself a free copy of Earth and Spirit Medicine's Personal Medicine Will, just head on over to earthandspiritmedicine.com and download a copy so you can get started and follow along with each episode coming out every week. If you have any questions or want to share your experience on your path with the Personal Medicine Will, please send me an email at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and much love, and God bless.